0: Me Hall Martin, Paddy's Day, Red, China, Art Bay, it's terrific, where's your facial down in the valley, oh? Rory McCarthy, Emily Dickinson, Pat Baker, television, North Korea, bored, be a price of a Freddo.
1: Tell you what, getting on me, take this, this me, take this me, Titch. Zuckerberg, Garden Bomb, Bill and Hay Casey on Matty Bean caught my eye with his shorts, oh me, oh my Leo wears our vaccine, Jim Corp's foreseen No head lice, no head scratchy. sanitizer, goodbye We didn't start the fire It was always burning since the world's been turning No, oh, we didn't
0: start the fire No, we did it not Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Paper Tuesdays with Michael Dwyer and Mark Halpin. I'm Mark Halpin.
2: And I'm Michael Dwyer. Namaste Mark, how are you today?
0: I'm fantastic Michael. I'm uh, a bit uh, worn out after that song now I must say. Yeah,
2: it really got the creative juices flowing, you know. We really embraced it and there's a deep political message to it and I hope everyone understands it.
0: We have a bit of a clean up now with all this creative juice flowing. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, moving on then to Parish of the Week, Mark. And this week's Parish of the Week is Ballinlock, Cowork City. Congratulations to them all. And it's a bit of a different Parish of the Week this week, Mark, because we've chosen Ballinlock because they are the loyal supporters and neighbours of Michal Martin, our new Taoiseach, and one such supporter, really, Sean like a star in Cork, a Cork star. And she is Ursula Shannon, wife of local county councillor. And she said it was hard for her to contain her emotion seeing Nihal Martin become Taoiseach. She was, he was the best man at her wedding. She said Fianna Fáil is embedded in their family. Her grandmother travelled around the country using her free travel pass, not for scenic beauties, Mark, or pony rides or... Uh, Ferry go rounds Merry go rounds In Kilmockridge No She used it to support Fianna Fáil leader And Taoiseach Jack Lynch As he went around Kissing babies And opening supermarkets Whatever the Taoiseach of the day Had to do And she concluded by saying It's a great day for the parish And do you know what Miss Shannon Your day has become a lot better As your parish Is one parish of the week
0: Courtesy of Paper Tuesdays Praise the Lord (laughs) This is a nice article Michael I actually enjoyed this one About Micheál Martin Because you know yeah. like, We do tend to dehumanise These public figures Particularly politicians Okay But it's nice to actually See someone describe him As a genuine guy And you know Talk about their neighbour Or whatever So it's, Yeah um, Do you reckon your neighbours Would say the same about you?
2: Ooh um, Dorothy Dorothy is lovely cats um, Yeah I think Dorothy Would say the same Yeah hopefully Dorothy if yeah. you're listening Yeah Dorothy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dorothy. Um yeah, yeah. I'm I'm surprised about you taking such an empathetic note with uh, with this politician, Mark. You, your your feelings have been evoked by paper Parish of the Week. Is that true? Yeah,
0: they have, they really have. i I'm, wow. um, I'm growing Michael.
2: Okay, I've shed it here. (laughs) Mark, our first article of the week comes from the Limerick Leader. And this is Principal Tiernan O'Neill of the Corpus Christi School. He appeared on TikTok as a tribute to all the primary school children. So he promised that if they did their schoolwork uh, for the end of term, that he'd do a TikTok dance. So up he hopped and he did The Wanted's Blinding Lights. And fair play to him. What did you make of this, Mark? Did you look at the
0: video? I looked at the video, all right. And I looked at this video in disbelief, actually, Michael. (laughs) Could you imagine your primary school teacher doing this when you were in school? No, I couldn't. No, no. (laughs) Teachers over the past past 50 years have slowly gotten softer and softer. Like, today's teachers (laughs) are dancing on TikTok, whereas my teachers just didn't acknowledge my existence. (laughs) (laughs) My father spent more time focusing on his knuckles with a stick. And I'd say my grandfather was getting switched in music by nuns.
2: Oh that's the Mark I know (laughs) (laughs) I'm back I've had enough of that Empathy stuff What I can't get over Mark Is like That his audience His um, the, the, The numbers of Children in his school Are all on TikTok Like These are primary school children Like how come they're all on TikTok? Now, it's not, I'm not here, and I'm basing people for being on TikTok. What I'm more interested in is the fact that I would never, I got a phone, and I remember actually, it was one of, a pink flip phone, because my dad didn't look at the color of the box. So I was going around with a pink flip phone as a confirmation present for the first few days. I I have forgiven my father since then we (laughs) enjoy a loving relationship, thankfully. (laughs) But it just, TikTok wasn't on that phone, Mark. That's all I'm saying. And, uh, but I've come to terms with this and I've decided that it's actually a good thing that these children are on TikTok because it's like they have a diary because if they upload a video of them out doing something it, it's something that they will see in years to come. So while they might not keep a diary of what, I don't keep a diary, but people, I think, used to keep diaries. So this is now just the technological version of a diary. Do
0: you think that's It's fair? a very public diary, though. Very public. If I was putting up videos of things I was doing when I was 12 years old now, Michael, I don't think I'd want other people to be seeing them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So isn't it funny then that
0: the principal is posting it on TikTok? It is, yeah. He's, uh, it's a bit strange. It's not for me now, Michael. It's a bit of...
2: Well, whenever it's strange on Paper Tuesdays, we like to move on to the next article. That's how we handle these things. Our next article, Mark, comes from the Kilkenny people. And they have a story about a Kilkenny man who lost his appeal in court for a stable burglary where the mayor was in foal. So this fella was caught red-handed by the owner. And when confronted, he said he'd have 20 lads up in a few minutes to burn the place down if he wasn't let go. Well, little did he know that the owner soon got a pitchfork out and put him in the corner, kept him held in the corner and wasn't let, being let go. The guards arrived 20 minutes later, he was arrested. So he was appealing the sentence. He received, how, how much of a sentence do you think he would have got based on that incident now? Three years maybe. Uh, see Mark, he was on bail for another offence okay. So the original conviction was seven years and two and a half years suspended. So he appealed it and the judge upheld the original conviction citing the fact that he was on bail at the time as a key aggravating factor so there you are now that's unreal seven
0: years for that is a bit harsh isn't it it's surprising it's yeah. definitely surprising also his quote of I'll get plenty lads up here to burn <laughs> you out of it is sort of the equivalent of I'll get my brother after you <laughs> yeah <laughs> seven years in prison is harsh though
2: isn't it it is it's tough I wouldn't like it anyway he yeah. wouldn't be able to do record podcasts in prison I'd say yeah maybe the guards up in Port Leash will share a few cans with him yeah <laughs> <laughs> Good throwback there Mark well done <laughs> And finally Mark we go to the Donegal Democrat where they include a report of 20 lambs stolen from the land in the New Mills area there in Donegal The lambs have a green and red mark on each shoulder and if you know anything about this crime contact Letterkenny Kenny as if you would and elsewhere in the area 40 sheep were stolen from the Glen Ely area and Gardy hope that this won't become a trend This
0: truly is a mystery Michael isn't it? absolute mystery there might be a netflix docu-series in it <laughs> where would you keep 20 stolen lambs either and why would know. you go stealing lambs either they're not that hard to make you just get two sheep yeah. and they make like four lambs yeah and then you get those lambs and make more lambs when i was younger mark i must reveal the podcast bring out all the truth
2: really you know that's what we on paper chooses. we space. seek the truth yeah it's a safe space as well when i was younger i used to play a crime call and I was a bit too young for Crime Call, so my parents didn't like me watching Crime Call. But I loved Crime Call for the reconstructions and everything. And I'd love to see the reconstruction of this one. But this was a classic, like, uh, uh, secret obsession. Like, you know, if uh, I'd be watching Crime Call and if if my aunt was coming into the room, I'd, I'd try to change the channel quickly. <laughs> you know, I was really, I really didn't want to show that I enjoy Crime Call so much. But there you are You learn a bit more About me every day
0: There you go now So if you're a guard And you're listening And you would like Michael's services Please get in touch <laughs> Yeah But Crime Call is great For the reconstructions back, You know You, you get You're uh, very interested In this And you're interested In these um, Crime Call or whatever So I think we should Put you in charge Of finding Shergar <laughs>
2: But have you never seen a reconstruction?
0: No, I don't even... You said you used to play Crime Call.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a television show, Mark. We better explain this. So Crime Call has these reconstructions and it's where there are crimes that took place maybe a few months ago Mm. and then the RTE program shows actors reconstruct how these crimes were taking place. Mm. So I'd love to see the actors head up to Donegal, use ah. the um, what the knowledge of the local Gardaí to re-piece together the story of what happened that
0: night when those lambs were stolen. I reckon Paper Tuesdays should reconstruct the hardback incident in Gore Community School.
2: Well there's <laughs> a big announcement Paper
0: Tuesdays, you heard it here first If you have a hardback you no longer have use for please donate it to Paper Tuesdays Yes we'll see how that goes (laughs) Mark on some
2: Have you ever been to a meeting Of a local committee or anything like that A committee Yes yes one or two actually Okay have you ever Was there ever an item on the agenda And now we go to correspondence And nothing was ever brought up in correspondence Yes Yeah well guess what We have correspondence
3: Well Nick and Mark um, I just wanted to talk to you about Some of my opinions regarding your podcast last week um, as far as I was concerned, it was just more vegan and vegetarian propaganda. Uh, vegans and vegetarians love going on about how us farmers are destroying the environment, but they're happy enough to fly here, there and everywhere. And like I think that surely if they were that concerned about the environment, they wouldn't be flying anywhere. Another thing that really annoys me is that tofu is advertised as this sustainable substitute for meat. But tofu's main ingredient is soya. And the last time I checked, we didn't really grow soya in Ireland at all. And Brazil is actually considered the number one producer of soya beans worldwide. And I don't know if you know, but the Amazon rainforest is actually in Brazil. So I don't know how deforestation of the Amazon rainforest can be considered sustainable. Another thing that annoys me as well is the fact that this, these vegan and vegetarian diets are supposed to be so beneficial to your health but there are links between veganism and infertility. Uh, vegan diets lack vitamin B12 which is important for cognitive development. It also lacks two omega-3 fatty acids which are essential for a healthy pregnancy and it also lacks vitamin A in the form of retinol which is the like readily absorbed um, version of the vitamin. Um, this is important for sperm formation and for implantation of the fetus. I know carrots have vitamin A, but this is the form beta-carotene and that's not the readily absorbable type. There's also some suggestions that the synthetic forms may be linked to birth defects.
2: Now, there's correspondence for you, Mark.
0: There was a lot of work
2: done on that, wasn't there? A lot of background work. There was, there, there was. was. Very well educated. In response to our interview last week with Rocha Fitzgerald, which I found enlightening and but i suppose with the truth i think rummy has the quote that if two people are arguing that there are three truths one of the truth of person a b and the real truth so um i'd be i'd be taking that view i just think you know uh roisin raised some valid points neve has raised some valid points the truth is somewhere in the middle what do you think mark
0: 100 yeah i think neve is completely correct in her nutritional um information and that's uh, i won't ever not eat meat i'll never go vegan just purely because of those reasons just for my own sake for like for brain health heart health you need omega trees you need b12 you need these things that come from meat. and plus even if you supplement with these things it's just easier to get it from meat and that sounds it's and this brings me then to my point on roisin's side that she's never said she's doing it for her health specifically for mm-hmm. her health specifically her thing was that she's doing it for to be environmentally sustainable and to help the planet which is fair enough it's not something that i do mm. but yeah you have to understand that i think that's where she's coming from is that but she thinks she says we don't need red meat maybe we don't if we supplement correctly and monitor everything correctly but there's definitely personal loss to eating a vegan diet there's mm. personal gain to eating meat. But I definitely think that um, Roisin's ethics are the reason for her diet and they are commendable.
2: That is a brilliant summary. I couldn't have said it, have said it better myself, Mark. Well done. So, in other words, we're both on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> Paper Tuesdays, proudly sitting on the fence. One man <laughs> that isn't sitting on the fence is named James
1: Flood. Tell you what's getting on me t- this week. Liverpool Football Club and their supporters. Lads, you have won one league title in 30 years. You are now the same as Blackburn and Leicester. So, fair fuck you. Put in your arse pocket and go away, right? The way some of you are carrying on, you are worse than Dublin supporters. The only good thing about Dublin supporters is they fuck off for the winter. We're stuck with Liverpool fans 365 days of the year. Jesus Christ Almighty, they're such a plague. They carry on some of them, lads looking to do drive-throughs around the town, waving flags and scarves and headbands and God knows what else. Like, f me. You wouldn't see it if their team won a county final, but a team that wins the English Premiership, oh yeah, they'll do it all for them, alright. It's tonsillitis now, that's what it is, it's just not on. I think James is actually trying to trademark the
2: word
0: it's tonsillitis I think so yeah, yeah. yeah he doesn't know of any other sort it's becoming he's a trend like... it's becoming a trend yeah get tonsillitis trending on Twitter uh, James would be the exact same if Man United won the premiership he'd be probably worse <laughs> he'd shave his back hair into the Man United crest and walk around with his shirt off we love sharing stories about James so can you sh- he
2: bought a big jacket remember the big jacket Oh he's plenty of big jackets Oh yeah But he has Like a big jacket That's like Alex Ferguson's jacket
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The yeah. trench coat Trench
2: coat yeah. yeah That is his Managerial jacket mm. Yeah So he really embraces the, the icons of soccer With Man United be it Being Alex Ferguson Yeah Yeah
0: It's just a pity They're useless now <laughs> I do agree Again Unfortunately I have to agree with him On some level That the marches In the streets Down are For Liverpool winning Yeah Premiership is a little bit ridiculous
2: Well I'm all for marching And clapping and I'm all for everything <laughs> You know we need to march more I think <laughs> Get the heart rate up <laughs> <laughs> No harm in it like You know a bit of good natured Crack yeah no Yeah no I'm yet to agree With uh, Flash Flood um, I find that their their impact On people's well being is just too uh, Harsh so there you are James
0: The flash flood can be devastating alright he,
2: he said a few weeks ago that there might be a positive one I'm hoping that I'll cling all to that And embrace the flash flood Just as a swimmer diving into uh, Off a pier you know that's, that's how I'm going to handle my flash flood A huge wave of love will come crashing upon us one day <laughs> Mark you have Now become quite well known For the standard of your push up um a lot of people are actually talking about it. you might not know no, this, no, no. but yeah, you know it, it it describe how you do your push up
0: basically like a seal walk <laughs> 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 I took my elbow yeah, the correct way to do it is like you know you you took your elbows into your ribs, yeah, you put your hands sort of out so you're taking pressure off your wrist mm. um yeah, and then you go from there, so it's sort of a, a twisting, but there is a pivoting of the yeah, you see, I can't show this obviously because we're in person, but I have my elbows in and I'm basically just squeezing my boobs together pushing okay. like that so I'm not in the shape of a goal post if you imagine a soccer goal post with my elbows out and shoulders back I'm not like that I have my elbows in my right. wings in because I'm taking the pressure off my shoulders if you, you're out like that your arms in the shape of a goal post you're just training yourself to be in that position which is your shoulders up underneath your ears Yeah. but if you have your elbows down you're bringing your shoulders back down as well and you're training them to sit in that position and then when you're walking around, your posture will improve because those muscles that pull your shoulders back and down by having your elbows in will sit there, and it could become stronger that way. That is an excellent summary of it. You looked at Boris
2: Johnson doing his 50 push-ups to prove that he didn't have COVID, or that he was over the impact of COVID 19. Did you find that he was goalposts, or did he have it in close
0: to his chest? I think he proved by his uh, push-up technique that he is a uh, efficient leader. <laughs> so I've been saying this for years that we should choose who runs the country and who can do the most pushups <laughs> but
2: it's uh, gas that he actually did it you know people were calling out oh he's not fit enough now that he's uh, fought off Covid and he, he, he did it you know
0: never lost it never, never lost <laughs> it man. maybe Harlan Junior be this year <laughs> yeah speaking of which you're back Harlan. how do you find it back Harlan. Oh, I'm finding it tough going not tough going I'm a bit rusty now the first touch leaves a lot to be desired Really, yeah. So, I've been bringing the hurling at lunchtime now and hurling against the <laughs> But
2: you were up against the likes of Michael Spud Murphy, who's recently become a father there. He's some hardy hurler, isn't
0: he? He is. Uh, I actually fell over by running into him, he wasn't moving. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> good hurler, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You mentioned work there. Um, Mick Halpin had a few escapades there
0: recently. Um, he had a Phone call, didn't he? Yeah, so myself and Mick were uh, working late there the other evening, and we were loading. I think it was a wardrobe or a, some sort of unit out of the van anyway. And Mick's phone rang, and Mick had, had very good phone manners. You know, he's been doing it for years. He's a business man, does a lot of business over the phone. And he saw, he goes, "Hello," and he goes, "Who's this?" He had a real angry look on his face, and he goes, "No, no, this is Mick Halpin." and then he goes no look you have the wrong number you're the wrong number and he hung up anyway and we went to lift the yoke anyway because we were in a rush so when we got back in the van we were finished and i said who rang you there and he goes some fella looking for his wife <laughs> so he rang looking for his wife on this number and my father answered the phone some strange man and your man got real angry i'm on the phone <laughs> he goes oh. hello and your man goes who's this and-
2: <laughs> They've been causing consternation in households
0: across North Wexford. I told him he should have said, This isn't your wife's phone, this is my girlfriend's (laughs) phone. That would have been good.
2: (laughs) You come across quite a many thing uh, when you're driving around uh, North Wexford and South Wicklow, delivering high quality, top of the range furniture. Um, you have a view on gated communities. Is this related to that, Mark?
0: Oh, well, I, I have had a view on gated communities today. So I've been to two of them today, this morning. I was delivering to two gated communities out in British Bay. And like... What's a gated community? It's a community that lives behind the gate. So, mobile <laughs> homes? Mobile homes, yeah, yeah. Right. But like, the very, very wealthy area. Uh, okay. Constituency, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Lots of caravans. And these, like you know you hear about people who are wealthy and just like oh they have lots of things right and they're very good looking yeah just like these good looking people have these nice things but then when you go and see these good looking people with these nice things it makes you see uh, just the amount of wealth that is out there even in this country like i always went down to these caravans and these are obviously holiday homes they're british paid. they're like 45 minutes away from where these people actually live but they were all they all have massive decans. There was at least... All of them had two cars outside. Like there was Some of them had two Range Rovers brand new. Some of them would have had BMWs, Marks, uh, Jaguars, Convertibles. And nearly all of them had jet skis outside of them. And it was right on the waterfront of British Bay. And these people just had such an unbelievable surplus of wealth. It was crazy. Like, if somebody clicked their fingers and said, Dance for me, boy, I probably would have. Just as a reaction. <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah, it was... Um, but you would have seen some of that stuff obviously when you were working in the doll. There obviously was some power dynamics there that you would have noticed.
1: Um not
0: to the same extent. Would you ever have saw the shock in the doll? Yes. Who was the Tea Shock at the time? Leo Varadkar Leo Varadkar mm-hmm. uh- ooh, what was that noise? (laughs) (laughs) I let the cat out somewhere.
2: (laughs) When you say gated communities, nothing really strikes me. I probably wouldn't be looking or noticing uh, extravagant wealth. But something that stands out to me is that I have a problem with high gates. High gates? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you have these big, massive... F off gates mm. like that are electronic and you can't see through them. I have a thing against them now, fine if you need them for security reasons, whatever, more power to you, off you go. But that's that'll be my flash flood now. I couldn't handle a big, massive, massive gate at the entrance to my house because it kind of sets the tone for oh, look how great I am. I need to buzz you in to let you in. And mm. when people have high gates as well, it makes it
0: hard to look in the windows. <laughs> Oh, have you have you still been doing your cold showers?
1: I do have
0: a minute of a
2: cold shower at the end of my warm shower, so it's not really as harsh as what you do. You just
0: have five minutes of a cold shower, correct? Not anymore. No, I've I've grown out of the habit. Today, today I ran into the cedar this morning or this evening. There after work, I went down. <laughs> I didn't train this morning, so I went down and I tried to get just a massive surge of energy whatever you want to call it in one go so i got that, ran, went down to the beach like sprinted like 200 meters went dropped on 200 push-ups and ran headfirst into the sea okay <laughs> I was in shorts and there was all the fishermen on the sea or on the beach sorry, <laughs> just staring at me <laughs> 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 afterwards then i was such uh, a mark uh, you get the snapchat video i sent you that after me on the beach no i was singing um uh some gospel song <laughs> and i <laughs> the towel wrapped around my neck taking a video of myself in the sea and the fish around watching (laughs) wow so this is actually remember do you remember (laughs) my my comment about adhd and art yeah received um the listeners don't know this but we received uh, a bit of hate mail on that comment saying that it was a a a a bad thing to say so i (laughs) Uh, based on that story I just gave I think that uh, two things I don't think ADHD is real and if it is I have it so I'm allowed to make fun of it <laughs> I,
2: I'm sorry I just don't
0: have any words in response <laughs> to
3: verbalize I just
0: <laughs> no look, right so when you're doing your cold showers <laughs> <laughs> do you ever um, do any sort of heat therapy then as opposed to cold what's heat therapy have you ever done like uh, sauna or uh, epsom salt bath anything like that no I no no, no. <laughs> go on there's a story there he didn't want to tell me well
2: I just <laughs> I don't pay for gym memberships, so you know you, you are a loyal member of the acrobate well not anymore no it's lapsed has it it's lapsed Ooh, yeah because
0: yeah, yeah. it, well it's closed oh yeah I, I was closed, living yeah. in a different country so. yeah. <laughs> Um, you kept your insurance yours but you didn't keep your gym membership yeah. the sauna was good though the sauna is very good I actually found I felt better walking out of a sauna than a cold shower at the sea just you get really hot and you sweat all the nonsense what are the benefits of that oh there's loads of studies being done at the minute uh that like it's good for your heart it's good for anti-aging it's good for hormone production it's good for um what's it called detoxifying your system getting stuff out it's good for um BDNF, brain-derived nootropic factor, which causes uh, growth in the brain and new brain cells and neurons. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Don't quote me on that now, but I know that BDNF causes growth in the brain, and that heat exposure and heat therapy do improve that. Okay. I don't know if Epsom salt baths do that, but uh, because they're not hot enough, it has to be a certain degree of heat, and it has to be for a certain amount of time for BDNF to be released in your body. But uh, with the epsom salt baths, that helps draw all the water out of your system and you lose weight. A lot of fighters and boxers use it. They, yeah, yeah. It's actually really rough if you watch the way they do it. So they get in the bath, all the salt drains all the water out of them. Then they lie in towels on the ground. Their coach will ever wrap them in water or wrap them in towels. So they dry out all up. Then they put them back in the bath. And they can do this over and over again until they make weight. It's really like it's, it can make tough watching. If you actually yeah. see these people go through the stuff they do in preparation for a fight
2: it's funny you say that about the weight um i heard their nutritionists talk about water intake and the fact that if you weigh yourself before and after training you must uh drink uh half a kilo of the difference in what you have lost weight wise when you finish training um i'm not sure about that um method mm. but it just goes to show hydration wise how uh, how valuable uh, water intake
0: Mm, it's really important because when you're sweating you're not just losing water either you're losing all these different uh, minerals and things like that in sweat so it's important to keep hydrated yeah i probably get drink too hydrated i like i mean, as you see i go to the toilet at least three times here recording this podcast yeah so yeah i probably drink too much water but i'm the same better than we not enough. That in common yeah so this is i'm actually fueling up for when i start wetting myself as i said last week oh yeah <laughs> keep up the fight mark <laughs> so mark what did we learn this week so this week we learned that Mihal Martin is a nice neighbour. Oh, we learned a lot from Neve Keane. Yes. And we learned that we didn't start the fire. <laughs> Mihal Martin, Paddy's Day, Red China, Art Bay, it's terrific. Where's your facial down in the valley? Oh. Rory McCarty, Emily Dickinson, Pater Baker, Television, North Korea board via price of a freddo.
1: Hey, you what getting on me, tits this, this me, tits this me, tits this Zuckerberg, Garden Bomb, Bailin', hey, Casey Sippin' on, Matty Behan, cut my eye with his shorts on oh, me, oh my. Leo, wears our vaccine? Jim Core's foreseen, no head nice, no head scratchy, sanitizer, goodbye. We didn't start the fire, it was always burning since the world's been turning.
0: No, oh, we didn't start the fire. No, we did ignite it, but we tried to, to fight it. Lorcan, Allen Alan, your cough, blood and art of standoff. Darabella, big fella, frogs on TikTok. James Owens gives the throwings, Boris Johnson's overthrown. Virgil Conroy scared of crows, the from The Rock.
1: Weinstein, Gory's green, Crony's got a women's team. For manas rockets, debits, tan. Wazzers, trizzy, but it's grand. Bung Clooney's best, dress. Buttons open, hairy chest. Disgrace, what a place, trouble in the Suez We didn't start the fire It was always burning since the world's been turning Oh, we didn't start the fire No, we did not
0: hide it, but we tried to find it Cattle stock, Connor Mac, Mickey Shields played wing back. There's still a virus in July, the bridge bar is running dry Let them on, play
1: football, have meetings in the parish hall Come, boot, step outside, Michael's on his side, er- Oh-ho-ho-ho! Heads and bodies then hurled Met Junkie Mafia, Robbie's rolled tobacco Vaping is a no-go You two fills full with glee Swiper cards and locker keys Double-decker sausage goes Bee-hee birds of chicken roast We didn't start the fire!
0: It was always burning since the world's been
1: turning Oh, we didn't start the fire! No, we did ignite it, but we tried to fight it Motorway, Autobahn, band, Mark was in a strange lad's on turning, Bush burning, Stealing Skittles is a sin, Burns is transphobia, Junior B is WrestleMania, Netflix is the chill, then Rod Little runs off again.
0: One for all, breasts are pecs, toilets are unisex, August bank holiday, what else do I have
1: to say? We didn't start the fire, it was always burning since the world's been turning. No, we didn't start the fire. No, so we did ignite it, but we tried to fight it. No, we didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. No, we didn't start the fire. We didn't uh, start That was good. That was good. That was good.